They, men just find me attractive and it's not a problem. And I speak things and I watch news women and they say, oh, sexual confidence. But yeah, I have sexual confidence. When and when I want to use it, I do. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. Hello, hello. I'm Anthony July. Today I'm with... Oh, Danny St. James. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Who's our guest today, Danny? Our guest is the fabulous Miss Lauren Harris. Hello. 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 To Hi. Thank you for coming. The Welsh Marilyn. The Welsh Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> she joins us herself. Fabulous. Uh, okay, so let's kick things off. So, Lauren, it's lovely to meet you. It's actually lovely to meet you on a personal note. Oh, um, that's nice. That's as a nice. Welsh trans person, yes, having mm. very little point of reference in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, a point of reference was you, which is lovely. It's, fun. it's a full circle moment to meet you. Oh, that's really sweet of you. Thank you very much. How are you? Anyway, you're saying you were at the uh, the dungeons last night? Oh, I've still got a migraine and recovering from the dungeons last night. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, that's the uh, the scary dungeons in London. The scary dungeons. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Not no uh, sex dungeon basements. No, none, none for Lauren. None for us either. Been um, a dry man. Well, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just done Naked Attraction. Yes. <clears throat> and... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You can ask me what what is it. How was that for you? Well, I was naked, but yeah, it was fine. But you know, obviously, I I was annoyed about what he said, so I didn't intend for him to get away with that. Okay. Um, and um, I'm glad I what I'm glad I said what I said, but I went on there because people don't realise with transgendered women that we are women physically mm-hmm. in every way. We just can't have children yet. And I went on there because I sing with a lot of drag queens like Danny Beard. I sing in a lot of clubs my songs. I'm a woman all dressed up and all of them. And they still don't, they, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who aren't aware enough to realise. So you go on something like Naked Attraction and you go on there naked so that it, they, it, you're looking at them naked and they can say, yes, there isn't a penis there. Mm-hmm. And that is very dramatic. But you have to be in this world with people who are small-minded and don't understand because people only understand something if it's happening to them. You know, it's, it was equality. Um, and just to show that, you know, you know, I am beautiful and I'm showing the world that other people in my situation could, be, could do what I've done. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have written to me and said it was an inspiration and now it's given them the confidence to carry on with that transition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was only yesterday someone said, oh, I loved you when you were a man, you weren't Terry Wogan and it was, and she said it three times, I wanted to say, excuse me. But the thing is, when you're, when you're a child, you don't know what you are. Mm-hmm. And I was 18 when I realized I was always a woman. So we don't even go there. Um, you have, somebody has to do something. And, and I always say, if, some, if things come to you, you also have to give back. And that's what love is. And if we all love one another, we would live in a perfect world. Mm-hmm. So would you say it was a, a, despite what the guy had said to you, would you say it was a positive experience? It was a positive experience. It took me an hour to go back filming because I was just in such a state afterwards. But yes, it was. And the fact is, it will be there forever. Mm. Um, and I don't look back. 
I just do what I do and I carry on. If you look back, you'll never go anywhere. How was the like the feedback in terms of the masses? Like, what was the feedback like from it? Was it generally really positive? It was very positive and it broke the internet. Fabulous. So it really did. And Kim Kardashian, who? <laughs> <laughs> I've just watched that recently, actually. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that one. You're not a fan? Well, it, um, I wouldn't mind their money. <laughs> But uh, my family are far more interesting than they are. I bet, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Welsh fam families tend to be. We do have a bit of a, you know, a bit of um, up and go in us, definitely. It, absolutely, and hollow legs for the booze. Well, you <laughs> like your booze, I've been told, and your vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a I, co that's common knowledge. If I, didn't, common if I knowledge. didn't have a headache, I'd be doing the shots too. <laughs> yeah, I do like the booze. I'd suck it out of a dirty carpet. It doesn't matter which type of Just like Courtney Stodden there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so on the note of the sort of the social media feedback that you will have gotten from, from something as big as Naked Attraction, it's such a huge phenomenon in the UK mm. now. Social media has really blown up for you in the last sort of 12 to 18 months, hasn't it? And I, I kind of, I was really interested as an outsider to see your, um, your image change and consistently change. You're always growing and changing. <clears throat> and um, how, would, how, do you, how would you define the last sort of like 12 to 18 months in terms of your exposure and your output? Well, I think I was just around the wrong people when I first came to London. Okay. Um, which is why also Instagram and um, Instagram um, and Facebook, not Facebook, in, what was it? Instagram. Twitter. 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 Yeah, yeah, I've been hacked. You've been hacked? I've been hacked. Is that what happened this morning? Because, That's what happened this yeah. morning. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, she's seen my tag. She's off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, it is though. It's, it, and, and I've got to sort that out. But it is, it's a massive thing. The internet now and it's all about and they say the mental state is bad we all know why because we all have to look perfect mm -hmm. instagram is all about how you look um and i mean one time you know you, you always get a trouble and i said i wouldn't one time the comments were so bad i just wouldn't go on for five months i had a five month complete break really i think that's good though to, to have a break though but can i just say i loved your instagram videos i would look at them like every day it really could put a little perk in my step well that's the magic i have you see it did look like you were having fun um to a point and then it was and it because you had a lot of people that were concerned at one point didn't oh you? yes yes i did um and maybe i wasn't in you know in the right place at that time because people were influencing me and i you know i didn't feel myself i'd also fallen off the stage and cracked my wrist oh, so oh you know God. and i had to travel and move and all that as well so it was a lot going on but I don't look back, you know, no regrets. Absolutely, mm. yeah, because your image, I, I remember when I first started following you on Instagram and it, I always thought it was adorable how much time you spent with your mum. I and know, you, I your, know. Your mum is adorable. I know. <laughs> and because uh, you used to go shopping with her a lot and do her hair and her makeup. I still do, but she doesn't like to go out, but I try. Yeah, you push her out, get her all glammed up. Well, and of course, she's the Elizabeth Taylor of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Very famous Welsh family. Yeah, my goodness, between Marilyn and Elizabeth Taylor. Exactly. Well, Elizabeth Taylor's dead now, so I said that, you know, you don't have to steal a look anymore. You have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so you, when you, when was it that you moved to London? Oh, it was um, about um, April, April last year, like this year. I was doing a gig singing at um, the Glory in the East End. Fab. So I stayed there for a while, and then I lived with bag of chips and everything from RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. So that will be in my book, Unbreakable. And everything that he did to me will be in it as well. 
Oh, not a positive experience. A very mixed bag. And okay. he told me he'll sue me a million times. So let's see what happens, eh? Wow. Because mm. <laughs> obviously bag is on the rise to fame now with Drag Race. Yes, which is good. Because I always say when someone's in your life who've been a bit up do with you and they get bigger, at least you can write about them. And that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sell the stories and cash the checks. No, Are just they? write the book, honey. <laughs> bag, of, bag of chips, bag of checks. <laughs> um, are there any other bombshells in this well, book? Well, we are going to be performing together as well, so we'll have to try and get on on that day in Bristol. <laughs> wait, wait. Where are you performing together? Nightingale Club in Bristol. Oh, my in God. November. And what, have you been just booked for PAs on the same night? Or it's is this... just a singing gig for me. With him. And you're singing together? We'll be on the same stage. Okay. But not, he, not like a duet situation then? Well, it depends how we get on. <laughs> Do you know each other's songs? Well, Adam, he can't really lip sync. He can only sing live. Mm -hmm. But I can lip sync and sing live. So we'll, all, we'll wait and see. But we are working together in Bristol soon. I need, and I rang him and I, he said, um, oh, well, I've got to wait and I've got to contact this one. I'm just thinking, you know... Anyway, I'm going to make sure it all gets sorted. But yeah, we are scheduled to be singing together in Bristol next, this November. Wow, lots on the schedule then. Yes. So just back to the book briefly. Mm. Who else is in this book? There's Rylan, there's Emma Willis, there's Terry Wogan, there's Pete Burns, there's Joan, Joan Rivers, there's Oprah Winfrey. Wow. Just to mention just Russell, us just a, a Russell tiny Brand. little juicy snippet. The truth about Russell Brand is in it. Oh, oh wow! What is because I've only I wanted I've, to ask that. <laughs> yeah, I only saw like little bits of the sun and stuff like that. What is the truth with you and Russell? We did have an affair for six months, which I have said. I even have Danny Dye on Channel Five promoting, talking, reading parts of my blog from my book. Mm -hmm. So we did, but his mother didn't. He loves his mother, and he respects her, and he doesn't like to upset her. And she doesn't really want him to go out with a transgendered woman, which he, when I, it came out about me, five more transgendered women came off south of the scene. I have heard that about him. Yes. And he did say it was the best um, made up thing ever, but he's, you know, but obviously it hurt me because it, it was true and, uh, and, and um, he let me down, but salavi. So there were, it was, it was an emotion thing as well. It wasn't just a physical attraction thing. You were. We worked together on Big Brother's bit on the side. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And it was, he had such a foot foot fetish, he couldn't really control himself. A foot fetish? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It must have been the shoe I shiver through at him, you know, it must have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, I haven't heard that one before. Oh, did you see Big Brother? I always spill the tea. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's, there's like a mini compilation of you falling over things and spilling things on YouTube. I was watching it and I could, I, I was laughing out loud. Why do you fall over everything? <laughs> I don't. It was the heels. I wore them every single day. What about the orange juice? That's my favourite one. <laughs> Everybody says the orange juice. I love that. That's your channel, Lauren. <laughs> oh my God, if you haven't seen this scene, um, Lauren is <laughs> just drinking a glass of orange juice and you're trying to rearrange your microphone, aren't you? And you just pour it all down yourself. <laughs> Amazing. Have you, are, you, are you just a bit of a clutch? I'm a total clutch, always falling over. Are you just a bit got of a... To, I do have dyspraxia, so... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there was a reason. Yeah. But um, it, it was... It was a, and also, we didn't have many windows in the house either, and there was a garden. We were only allowed in it when we were told to. Mm -hmm. We had to get up when we were told to. 
So, you know, it was a lot. I think it might have been, I don't know why I fell over, because I don't fall over as much as I did in the house. Sure. It was just um, bad eye coordination. And I should be wearing glasses, which I still don't wear. So, Would you go back to Big Brother if it, if it relaunched? Yes, of course. It was a home for me for three weeks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all went through so much together, although they all lied to me. But, yeah, it was my home. I went in the, used to like to sit in the treehouse and, and just sleep. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And then it was it was different then, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Do you still speak to anyone from the Big Brother house? Celebrity world is a completely different world than you realise. You, when you work with celebrities, it doesn't mean that you're going to be having tea with them as well. Mm-hmm. And they all did say things, oh, I'll stay in contact. Everybody said it to me, and nobody did. Sure. Which I mean, you get on, used to in the end. On the note of celebrity friends, obviously, famously, your friendship with Lisa Appleton is always brought up. I know. <laughs> How does that land lie now? I think she told me off again last time. Oh, yeah? Because I said she was in the rubbish again. <laughs> which oh, I, I saw do that. Again. <laughs> she does kind of bait, bait the paps, though, doesn't she? She, she, sets, the... she sets it up a little bit in terms of like, what she's up to. I did stay up with, holiday with her for a week, so I would definitely say that's true. Yeah, I, could, I mean, you can tell from some of the, uh, the pictures that they put up of her, and she's very clearly arranged. Like, riding a bicycle, eating a German sausage in a bikini. Yeah, I was just going to say in a bikini, <laughs> a string bikini. Street, it's always a string bikini. But Kim Kim Woodburn does that a bit now as well. Have you seen the ones of her where she's like crawling out of the bin? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought that would have been a little bit not right for Kim Woodburn to do that. Yeah, she's got a bit more of a posh image, hasn't she? Yeah. She's literally crawling out of the bin. Oh, God. Like the ones you have outside your house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what it was a bit like for you? Like when you were doing your Instagram videos and that, did you feel like people were encouraging you to do it, say, for publicity? I think so, yes. And I was in London. I just come, my family a bit like the Waltons, so I came from the Waltons to London and um, didn't realise I was going to stay, one thing and another. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Was there, were there alarm bells in terms of the beginning of that, that period for you? I, was, was there anything in you that just said like, oh, I don't know if this is the right move? I don't know what I was having when I was drinking my drinks and things at okay. the time because I wasn't opening them. And okay. then I've been looking back and I've been had my eyes were a little bit off camera. I was, you know, and I didn't know. So mm. if somebody's doing that to you and you don't realise it, and you think back, why did they say my eyes looked as if I was on something? Yeah. It makes you think. So, but I'm not with those people anymore. That's brilliant. Right, yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, because I noticed that you took all the videos down. I did Would... start trying to do some more, which I did for quite a while. Yeah. And, um, and now I know that I've got the place that I have. I will bring them back, but I'll, I'll do it my own way. You know, yeah, under different circumstances. Well, yes. I look forward to seeing that. Wow. And you also, I remember really clearly, you would like put up your exercise videos, you're all about healthy living as well, aren't you? Vegan is really the best way. Are you vegan? I'm, I am vegan when I'm at home, but when I'm traveling, you don't really know where your food is coming from. No, but sausage roll just springs up, doesn't it, darling? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I do, I, vegan is the best way, it is. And you stay healthier and you also, you don't get ill. Sure. You'll get headaches and things like that. And you that. like your exercise too? Two hours in the gym every day. Wow. Oh my you have goodness. got a good body, you know. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it in check. Well, of course, you know, your body's the most important thing. Your whole, the way you look is important to every woman. Health yeah. and, and happiness. Health mm. is wealth. Should we uh, move on to a little 
Yeah, let's do it. The fa- the, the Fagony Aunt, our yeah. favorite a favorite subject. Um, so uh, as I was saying to you before, what, every episode we have a listener write in with us with a question. We ask it anonymously so people don't feel ashamed. Um, so here's today's one. Hi, Lauren. I recently slept with a model. I was really into him, but I went to an event the following week that he was at and I ended up sleeping with his best friend too. Should I tell the model that I slept with his bestie or should I just have them both for myself? Why have you put me in that situation with that question? That is so <laughs> cool. Well, it depends how much you want over you, doesn't it? But Because they're going to both be happy. Is mm-hmm. it serious? I don't think it sounds very serious. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. You'd be surprised why p- people still do that in serious relationships anyway. Yeah? But I'd say, I'd say honesty is the best policy, really. So just let them all know? Well, it, it all, it's, it's such a, it's a big question. I'll just say, if you're having fun, enjoy the ride. Absolutely. <laughs> very literally. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let them both know and see if they both want to join in together. Then you Fabulous. might ruin the whole thing then, though. Yeah. yeah. Or you could end up with a menage a trois. Which I've never had. You have one day. Who would be your dream menage a trois? Oh, um, well, I, I'm a bit older than you are, so I'll be saying what names you would even recognise. Um, Dean Kane from Superman. Do you know him? Yeah, I yeah. Know. You know. Yeah. And um, Robert Redford. And you pop, and you think, oh my God, who is he? But he was in the well, an old, old film. But yeah, I suppose you have to try something once. Absolutely. Yeah, try before you buy. Well, that, if they're for sale. It's a, yes. it's a modern age as well. I mean, there's thruples now, people in... Well, I've tried a few times and I can highly recommend. Have you? Have you what, been... a menage a trois? Oh, no, ball. I thought you meant a thruple, like oh, romantically with two people. I can't even get one man, let alone two. <laughs> and also, men are a lot of trouble, so two. Oh, my God, yeah, twice Do you know what I mean? Yet. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, double bubble. <laughs> I think I could do it. I think you probably could. I think with a vodka inside, you could do anything. <laughs> I'm invincible with a vodka inside. And you haven't had a drink yet, so... I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just polishing off this first word. Oh, There's right. no stopping me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> so what would you do in the situation? <laughs> um, hmm, it depends, because I think I would probably keep it to myself for just a little bit yeah, longer. enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, yeah enjoy yeah. it. Let it play out. Mm. Um, See what you really care about. And also in that situation, I think in terms of anything, whether it's relationships or sex or whatever it is, it's a mutual gain on both sides. Mm. So if you have a mutual gain that just happens to be with two people and those two people just happen to know each other, I mean, everybody's winning. They just don't know that. The situation that they're winning from. (laughs) No, No, it just feels like winning until you tell them. Yeah. My advice would be to enjoy it for a little bit and then come clean. No, to see which one you really like and then make a decision. Yeah. But this might just be a hoe. They might not be wanting to settle down or they might just wanting to be like... We don't know seed. enough about it, do we, really, we to don't. comment? It's just one question. One question which we which we can move forward. <laughs> <laughs> are you on the dating scene much? Are you like, on the apps? Or... I was on the apps. You were? Mm. How did that go for you? I think they're quite scary things, myself. You don't know who's going to turn up. Oh, God, yeah. You know, you're on the phone and, like, plenty of fish, and they give you a picture. They never look like it. Mm-hmm. They come and say, see you, and they say, you know who I'm looking for, and they walk away. Um, it can be very lonely, um, and um, 
it's just not, and you never know what 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 man you're going to meet or what they're going to want from you. And you do, you you also have to put all your stuff somewhere safe. We should be in a place where people can go and um, socialize in a good club somewhere now, but there aren't any. No. It's not relaxing now. It's standing in a club dancing away off your face to loud, loud music, which I've never been a fan of. There's no, you know, I just, all I want is a nice date, a nice day together, and then who knows what might happen. That's just nice. And I think that um, we're just so busy thinking about sex, which we all, I enjoy sex. I'm not saying I don't. But, you know, you have to, you have, you know, I just want, I want it the right way. And I and I don't think that is going on Plenty of Fish or Tinder or all of those. I tried it. I had 22 lovers. But the fact is... At once? Oh, well, that would have been too much. <laughs> but, you know, I, but, and at least, my, you know, I got, you know, I had the experience. And now I know, you know, because my book is going to be really about sex and rock and roll. Fabulous. Those are two of my favourite things. I can tell. <laughs> Um, I think you're right. I think that, um, especially with the apps, and London is also a very lonely city. Until you've got your ground, your, your sort of roots, and your close people, and you know what you're doing. I remember my first six months in London are probably the most lonely months of my life. Mm, mm. Um, but um, I think with with the way that online dating is now, it's one of those things where you either have to get involved or you're just left behind, don't you think? Like I think that old old school romance is. Uh, it's a thing of the past, really, for most people. Well, I think it's sad then, yeah. really. It is sad, yeah. It's sad. Um, and then again, um, I think the older generation might surprise me. You know, they still know how to treat a woman. Yeah. Mm. They know it's not just, you know, I mean, there's so many men who just have sex and then leave you. Absolutely. What's the point? It just makes yourself feel you know, as if you've been used and abused. Mm. Um, and I, you know, as long as you, you know, we say us women, oh, we don't care, we're not emotional, but we are. And no matter how we put, say that to ourselves, it's sex, it's only sex, it doesn't matter. Well, there is a part of you that it does matter because all we want, not as, it's different for men, uh, all we want is, is sex, but we also want a little bit of kindness mm-hmm. and sweetness. And um, and who and who's to say that the world shouldn't be like Cinderella and Buttons? Because if we lose that, then we might as well just lose everything. Absolutely. And would you say as well that when you're um, when you use dating apps and things like that, would would people tend to recognise you? Some did, mm-hmm. but yeah. you, but I, I I've travelled all over the world, so I've had men over there as well who didn't know me. Do you think it changes the way they treat you when they know you? Not now, no. no. And I've been had, and a lot of men don't even know anyway. Mm. So you know, because my body is the way it should be. Yeah, and that's the main thing. But I mean, I I was only um, I was only outside my travel lodge, and the, the men just find me attractive, and it's not a problem. And I speak things, and I watch new women, and they say, "Oh, sexual confidence." But yeah, I have sexual confidence when and when I want to use it, I do. Yeah. Women have that power. Even men have that power. And there's nothing wrong with that. Totally. Would you would you try something like maybe speed dating or, or like a social event that's, that's more aimed at dating as opposed to getting on the apps and taking the pictures and all of that? Would you go maybe down like the more personable route? Yes. Yeah. But I always have. A, there's, there's what you call destiny. Um, we Nobody knows why we're here. Yeah. So we have to believe in the super. We have to believe there's something else around in this world, and I believe that you know it will happen when you're not looking for it. 
just strive on with your career because the thing is with relationships and sex and men, it blocks your channels and you only think about them instead of thinking about what you should think about. And that's your career. Mm -hmm. And I am a career woman. Have you had many great loves in your life, Lauren? Well, actually, the person I did love, um, I've actually, he, he tried to get back with me in Connor. It was on Loose Women. Mm -hmm. But it was too painful for me after what he did. He rejected me on this morning and said he never had real sex with me. And then he tried to get back with me, sending me messages, everything. But I... Was oh, that's the, brutal. This was recent. This was... I only two, a few days ago told him it wouldn't work out. Mm -hmm. It was brutal. Um, and um, unfortunately as well, if, if you don't learn from your experiences, you end up always with the same man as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So he, he was on Loose Women without you? No, with me. Oh, with but you. Then, I don't remember this episode. No, you have to go on YouTube. Yeah. But um, no, he's... I've loved a lot of men mm -hmm. over the years. Um, were you in a relationship with a trans man? Yes, I was. Yeah. and yeah. I mean, But he wasn't fully trans, though. And oh, that he was wasn't? The, that was the reason. It, I, it, it was... It was a... Um, that's why we... It was a... It, what didn't work. Because he, he told, didn't tell me the truth. So he hadn't fully medically transitioned. And that's that was... why nothing really between us happened. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't just that. It was other things. Sure. Yeah. And I, you know, and I do like honesty. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so you, it was the case that you'd been... No, I, I, you go through all the transition to be out with a man, unfortunately. Uh, I, and he wasn't a man enough. Wow, OK. Not very nice, but true. OK. You know, if I... It's, and he'll never have the full transition. Mm -hmm. And when you really, really want something, you don't give a crap what it's going to do to you. When they said I was going to have surgery, they said I was going to die. Mm -hmm. They said I have a heart attack. Yeah. And they said it wouldn't just... You would not survive. You're only six and a half stone. You're going to die. I don't care. Just do it. And that's how you feel. And he didn't feel that way. And that was the thing. And I thought, well, if you don't think that way, then you obviously don't really, really, really want it. I mean, I... I, I can I can see your point. I think I would be a little bit inclined to disagree. Only simply because I'm I, I haven't fully fully medically transitioned and I don't think that my um my lack of haste for it defines me any as any lesser of a woman. No, I agree with that. Yeah. But at least you're honest. Yeah. You never said that um you were going to have surgery and, and sure. he never did. Mm. Ah, it was okay. a completely I'm a very logical, kind person and fair. It's not just that, though. It was the emotional, uh, mental abuse I had to deal with, too. Ah, OK. So it's multifaceted, then. Very. Because I think um, it, I, I've got a quite a few trans friends that have... You are very beautiful. Thank you and so you much. Will, you know, and you've got a really powerful aura. And, you know, you should be very proud of yourself. That's really good. And when you decide you. to have the full transition, obviously, I want to be there for you as much as I can, because that's why I'm here to help the world and help us trans women. That means the world to me. Thank you so much. Um, I think that trans people um, have a natural magnetism to each other. And quite often in the trans community, people get so caught up in um, interpolitics and um, competitiveness 
that we lose sight that we should be with each other rather than against each other. Yes, it's that's the same in every dimension, really, isn't it? We should be together for no matter what about everything. But you're right. And regards to the, uh, all the stuff I've been through while I was transitioning and everything, I never had that support. I never got someone ring me and say, we're from this community, we're from this charity, we're going to help you. Nothing. Do you have many trans friends? I did have two trans friends, but they're not my friends anymore. No. They were, they were, that's why my social media videos were, were on, you know, that was, that was their idea. Oh, really? And that was the first time that I'd ever had trans friends, really. But, you know, but, um, it, you know, I, but now I've met you, I'm sure we will be friends. And Absolutely. that's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sort of Friendship's like. Friendships being born on the shy. I know. Like and we're both Welsh and blonde. Um, so just while we were talking about surgery and stuff, mm-hmm. um, a little birdie told me that you're going to be having some more. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> What's planned? Um, I'm having a, oh, I can't get a, a string to, I've got, what, what is it? A thread lift. Oh, a thread lift. Okay. Yeah. Tony's got that. Oh, fat Tony. Yeah. Oh, what a thing to say. My goodness. Oh, no, I think he's pretty open about it. It's fabulous. No, Fat Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not fat, though. Oh, no, that's his name. That's right. oh. He's gorgeous. <laughs> his, his DJ name is Fat Tony. All oh, right. Well, like, a, like the the mafia. <laughs> I've read lift and a little bit of, just a little bit of hokey pokey, which will be lovely. <laughs> a little bit of witchcraft. Well, I'm, I believe in witchcraft. Kissed by an angel. I believe in white witches and all that anyway. You do? White power, yeah. Have you ever practiced? Manifestation. Yeah. I'm a doctor at metaphysics of the mind, just really? like Marilyn. Yeah, she I was very wise. Yeah, I'm a, I know everything. Is that study it uh, religiously? I love my meditation. It's, um, you know, I, I believe that there's so much more aspects of this world than we look at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and if it hadn't been for my metaphysics and the meditation in my life, I wouldn't be here now. Mm. You know, I had to wait for surgery and I read these books that kept your mind positive with affirmations, manifestations, visualization boards, everything. And I've always made my magic myself. Kind of like the um, the secret, that yeah. documentary, The Secret. It goes much, much deeper than oh, that. Sure. Because that's just one book. And I spoke to a journalist and she said, well, why didn't you write it then? I actually have written one about, you know what I mean? That's typical. So no, I have written about the mind and, and we, you know, 95% of the mind is the subconscious, you see. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And, mm. and your subconscious scans the room even before you go inside it. You listen to rap music, it instantly hurting your mind. And remember, everything you listen to is going in there. And we've got to protect it. Because up until you're 12 years old, your subconscious is still active, higher, higher than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And when we get older, it goes tired and we've got to keep making it awake. Um, and that fascinates me. It always has. And, and that's what I got interested in. And it was what kept me going. And here I am now. So you say you're a doctor. Do you, do you went yeah. to university or? No, I did an online course. Okay. And I studied about, all you have to do is study a book, really. But I've all, I've read over 300 books on the subject. Wow. And what does it, what do you get at the end of that after the study? What's like the qualification as such? I got BTEC. Oh, okay. In, and I also, in, 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 in metaphysics. Metaphysics. And I've also got BTEC in performing arts as well, because I went to college and I did pantomimes and everything like that. Fab. Shall we move on to some listener questions? Yes, let's do that. Fabulous. There are lots. I put it on our Instagram this morning and my... You still have an Instagram. Yeah, very true. Oh, God, yeah. You've still got to figure out what happened to yours, right? Oh, you said it was hacked, though, yeah? Hacked last night. How how would that happen? How do they do that? God in heaven. It's happening to everyone, though. Colleen Roney, I mean, Rebecca (laughs) (laughs) Vargas. Did they give a reason when they hacked these other people? 
Um, no, I was just making a joke about Rebecca. Oh. Have you seen this thing about Colleen tracking down who was leaking <laughs> stories about her? And it came out that it was Rebecca Vardy. No, I haven't. Literally everyone's gone crazy. Have over they? It. Yeah. Oh, they need to get something else to think about. <laughs> Your book. <laughs> My book, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let me just choose one of... Um, right, okay, this is actually a really interesting one. And it does go back to naked attraction, but I'm sure you know that most people are going to want to ask about this. <clears throat> yes. Um, I don't know if you're aware of Stephen Barrett. He's actually been on the show three times. Right. He's done naked attraction three times. So he's written in and said... Lauren, as a fellow contestant of Naked Attraction, how did you feel directly afterwards? So much respect for you. Ooh. Anchor, that's lovely. I felt terrible. I really did. Um, and then um, I just went in and I made sure he was told how I felt. Mm -hmm. He wanted to hug me. How could I say that? I would have let him hug me up. And I was naked. No. You were still naked? Yes. They didn't just give you a robe as you walked no. off? Why, Danny, you haven't seen it? I, I, I haven't. I'm ashamed to admit. I actually oh, don't. Oh, very, I, I very dare you. I don't watch TV. <gasps> good I for know. You. I don't it's watch anything. You don't, do you read? Um, look, I always got a book with me. I said, did you read? Yeah, I always have a book, book with me. Book is good. It's more cathartic. Yeah, I read a book or I, I listen to tons of music. I'm oh, a real... music's very good for serotonin level. Yeah, I've always got music on. I am, I, all sorts of music as well. All mm. sorts, depending on the mood. If I'm walking to the office in the morning, then I like something really heavy house music and bitchy so i get into the office and i'm gonna fucking rule the day but <laughs> I then at that image yeah but then at home i'm really stripped back really quiet music mm. um i like also massive prince fan oh that was that but before with the comment that was really nice and i i was uh, upset because he didn't pick me mm -hmm. um and then he wanted a hug which i thought was cheeky so i said you know it's not about you i mean you know your mother's watching this you could have said anything but say i was old Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things online saying I'm retired now because of the shock of, of uh, naked attraction. But I just said I was having a break from social media. I know I've been hacked. I'm actually having a break from social media. But, you know, so don't believe everything you read. Sure. So there's um, no retirement plans? No retirement plans. No, Good. until it gets back on, on schedule. But I'm on Facebook now, so you can go on Facebook Live. Oh, fabulous. Oh, you're going to be doing some live streams. Yes, on Facebook. That's <laughs> where the real funny shit happens. Yeah. It is, because there's nothing... I'm, I'm always doing something people seem to laugh at. So yeah, you are a very I would like to person. go and do stand-up comedy because I... Oh. He's a stand-up. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> because I'm, you know, I just... I watch them at the Apollo and I think, my God, you're crap. <laughs> you are absolute crap. I just think the jokes are just so... And when they laugh to themselves, I think, no, well, what's funny? <laughs> so, no, I just think there was one line, as like Pete Burns would say... It makes you laugh. Oh, uh, just talk about what you know, like your family and having my brother and my father with me, two men every single day. It's funny. Just talk about your own experiences or your mother who constantly is telling you what you should look like. You know, there's always something. Yeah. And, you know, and, and as long as I fall over as well, we've got a perfect show. <laughs> Especially with orange juice. With orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. I'd just like to try it once and see what happens. Why? I mean, Anthony has slowly built up to the confidence to do stand-up, haven't you? It took you a while. It does, yeah. Didn't you go to stand-up school? I did a course in it. Right. Something you might do? I think I'd try it first, and if I was crap, I'd go on the course. Because <laughs> I don't think I would be. Say, I don't even think about shows before I go on them or have a script. I just go on. Do you get stage fright? 
No, I did one once when I was a ch quite young. I couldn't speak on the stage, mm -hmm. but that was once and it never happened again. I never get nervous and I just, I never think about anything. I just go on there and, and whatever spirit or whatever person helps me what I do, it helps me. Fabulous. What's the uh, next question, babes? The next question. Um, Jolene Dover wants to know. Do you know Jolene Dover, the drag queen from Cardiff? I know so many drag queens, it's like impossible. She's like a fab drag queen in Cardiff. She actually gave me my nickname that I still use. And what is that, may it's, I ask? My, this, the surname that I've used for the last 12 years is St. James. I've always used Danny St. James. That's nice. And uh, Jolene Dover gave me the nickname St. James when I was 17, I think. Yeah. Go on, what's Jolene saying? Jolene saying, uh, have you and Lisa Appleton made up now? Oh, in when am I going to drop the Lisa Appleton <laughs> thing? When is it going to drop? <laughs> no, it's, when she does pictures for 50 quid a time, you know, I just say, come on, come on, Lisa. I got your job on Jeremy Kyle. Let's be fair here. You know, don't waste what time with 50 Jeremy quid Kyle pictures. Thing? You didn't see it? No. Oh, my God. She, she just, um, she's, uh, I, I really, she came to stay with our family. She she said she was having a breakdown and she's a, it's a, she's a very, very impossible woman. But, you know, there's no excuse for me to say, where are you in the bins, though? So I do apologise. Oh, that's sweet of you. I'm actually going to list off two questions now, only because one of them is not a question. It's just something that you'll love. Uh, it's from um, Mikey Kardashian, who's a big celeb hairdresser. He does like Adele and all of that lot. And he's messaged me. And he just put, up a do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did up a do come from? What is that? It's my own language. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Up a do and oh you. Have you heard my single? No. I have. I have heard a few of your singles, actually. And which is the one where it's like, and I was born. Yeah, boy. I'm a woman. I'm yeah. a woman. Yeah. I love that song. It's the only song out there was to talk about transgender as well. Yeah. I in am, the world. I've spoken to a, a, a couple of my friends. We used to sing it. Like, it, we used to sing along to it with you. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's a song like that that will always be out there and will always give people faith and hope. Are you going to make any more music? I have to do my Apadu video. Okay. Which will be filmed and um, Antonio, my friend, will be in it. And another people, we're thinking of maybe filming it in Portsmouth while I'm here. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so I have to do a video and it, I'm writing it myself. Oh, gorgeous. Um, and then a question. Now, I kind of remember this, but you probably will more. Um, uh, it's from a drag queen called Leon Slay. And she wants to know, did you ever replace your brother's carpet when you flooded his apartment? I paid 500 quid for that bloody apartment. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, it was just a little accident. I think it was nail varnish. You know oh. what nail varnish is like? It yeah. spreads everywhere. Oh, so you didn't actually flood it? No, I did because the that my boyfriend at the time was... We flooded it. I didn't. Oh, you didn't flood no, it. No, I you just made a lot of mess on the carpet because of my nail varnish. So, yeah, you just have to watch Loose Women all over again to find out. I had to pay £500 for the carpet to be cleaned. Oh, God. From Morrison's. And then he had to have professional... To oh, don't even go there. <laughs> it was, you know, it was... It, no, it, it was an experience. And Patrick's forgiven me now. So there you are. You're close yeah. with your brother. I've got two brothers. Yeah, I'm very close to well, them. What did you do to flood the carpet? Well, the the bath went overflowed. <laughs> Not me though. And it overflowed, and then it was just, and it was too late then, and all the water damp went foul. And it doesn't take much. I call myself the clutterbug because everywhere I go, there's a cup. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I do try. An, I do. An empty cup by the time you've left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's already two. Now where's the other two? <laughs> um, so this is another one from Jolene. Jolene has a lot of questions. Yeah, for you. Jolene's yeah, about sex. Oh. <laughs> uh, she wants to know who is your least favorite housemate in the Big Brother house. Oh, the least favorite one. Um, that's not fair. Um, <laughs> Mm, I like them all. I like them all in my own way. Mm. Um, I think it might have been um, the footballer man. What was his name? George. I've forgotten his name now. But Louis and I didn't get on very well in the house. Is that Louis Spence? Yes, because his mother died, and I didn't know. So at the time, I would say Louis Spence, but not now. Yeah. But you know, he did tell a story on me and say I went naked to provoke Mario Falcone, and it was a terrible thing <laughs> what I did, which I did do. I stripped in the bath because I knew Mario was coming in. <laughs> As you do. Bit of agent provocateur. Oh, and then I spoke to Vicky Entwistle and she said, yeah, and Lauren, he looked and I thought, good. He knows, even if he never gets any, he can imagine. <laughs> right, last listener question, and I think you'll like this one, is, uh, Lauren, if you had to the lip sync for your life on RuPaul's Drag Race, what song would you choose? What song defines you? Um, Apadou. Apadou, yeah. No, it's a lip sync. <laughs> oh, lip Other than your own. Other than your own, which would obviously be Apadou. Yeah. Um, I believe I Can Fly is nice. Yeah? Yeah. Quite I believe hard to I lip sync to now. I can lip sync to any song. <laughs> it's easy to do lip syncing. It's just, you know, it's years of experience. Quite a comp... Uh, what's it called? They, uh, why can't I say that word? Com the <laughs> controversial doing R. Kelly now these days, though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm always controversial. Though. I bet you are. <laughs> if you're not controversial, no one's going to talk about you, are they? Yeah. But I believe I can fly as a slow jam. I couldn't, you couldn't like dance to No, that I really, like, you know? I, I quite like Bette Midler as well from a distance. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, like to look at from a distance? No, to sing <laughs> the song from a distance. Or oh, the wind beneath my wings is lovely. That's a gorgeous song. And I love Midnight from Cats as well. That's one of my favourite songs. I've never seen Cats. Oh I'm my so God! Proud with everything You've got to go on. You, you don't have a television. Go on YouTube and look at Memory. But it, by Elaine it's Page. not even that. I uh, I grew up in a really music focused house, and I've never I've never seen a Disney film. I've never seen one Disney film. I, I'm just not. I haven't seen. Are music. you serious? Yeah. You should see what? Once Upon a Time I've on Netflix. That's I've never brilliant. seen a Disney film. So for me, like people make this is mind blowing. Yeah, people make. <laughs> Do you think you're going to change that in the no. near future? No, no, I don't. People make a lot of film references to me, oh, television references, and I do not understand them because I just grew up with music and actual interaction. I didn't grow up being with television. I didn't grow up on a watching a screen. Yeah. Mm. So, um, but film references are just so lost on me. It's so mm. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, and when whenever I tell people, especially the Disney thing especially gays that do this they go like oh my god we're gonna have a disney day and we're gonna oh, sit and watch so all true. the disney films and, yeah. I, and every time i go but i'm a grown-up now i think the magic comes from when you're a kid and you get into no, it there's and always it stays magic. with you there's always magic in these things and but there's also in every fairy tale there's a tragic end and that's the thing and that's the why there shouldn't be in anything for a child so if i wrote a story for children there wouldn't be a tragic evil queen or someone gobbled you gobble gobble because you know life <laughs> is gonna find someone like that anyway aren't you you don't need to hear it when you're five or seven yeah. or ten yeah but they kind of always overcome the bad 
bad guy. Yeah, but why should they be a bad guy? Children believe everything they hear at such a young age. It's so their sponge, their brains are like sponges. Yeah, yeah. But if bad you, people in real life. Ron Poskilskin was the most scariest, scariest um, book I've read. What? But just think, if you it's w- really scary, Ron Poskilskin. Oh, you know, <laughs> you, you know, it, they can be, and it, you know, it, they, if they're going to write a story, just make it nice, not like you know they're going to be eaten by somebody or. There's horrible things happen. Sure. But just think, you could write a fairy tale that was, uh, by, 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 why can't I speak today? Autobiographer. <laughs> Biogra- Autobiographical. Why? <laughs> I can't. I don't. And the evil queen or the evil like villain could be Lisa Appleton. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you can make her eat a poisoned avocado. Yes. <laughs> so you found out about the avocados that you didn't watch Jeremy Kyle. Do you know what? That was just because it was one of the listener questions. With, uh, did, it was from a girl called Bella, who's a friend of mine. Also, she's trans girl and she wanted to know did Lisa actually eat all the avocados no honestly she can but she likes her food and her sausages as you know <laughs> and I wanted to go vegan and we said we'd stay out all night and I'd have avocados but then she wanted to go out so she ate them before she went just to stay in her stomach for the alcohol. Jesus. Avocado, that's such a strange sustenance food. Avocado. It's so good for you, though. Um, so we're gonna, we are going to come into a close. And well, obviously, you've got your book coming out. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. When, will, when, when should we expect that to hit the shelves? Well, I'm, I've got a lot, of, um, a lot of touring to do and a lot of um, work at the moment. And I want to, and it's going, it's going to get out there as soon as I can get it out there. My publicist is working for me sure. with it, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to come off the shelves like gold dust. So I want my my career to be on top form until I put the book out. Sure. Are you using a ghostwriter? I've written it myself, yeah. but any help I can get, you know, I will, I will have it. My yeah. mother's a professional writer. I'm amazing. But yes, um, but you, I'm going to write it all out and then speak to somebody like Scary Spice and, um, and we could, could, can collaborate together uh, and then get it out. Mm-hmm. And we've already got Kate Moss's um, photographer called Glenn, who's going to do the front cover for us. So. Fabulous. In Kensington, I think. So other than the book, is there anything else coming out other than maybe a secret panto that we haven't been told about? And a Updo video. Updo video. Oh my God, Lauren, you're so busy. What else have you got going on? Just tell us before we wrap it up. Well, there's the, the surgery that I'll be having. Sure. And, um, and you know, that there might be things which are a bit emotional coming up. But okay. um, sometimes, you know, you, you have to put yourself out there and talk about things you don't like to, for other people. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, so when you do find out whatever it might be, then just realize that, you know, I'm feeling better now. It's just that you are, there are so everyone's talking about the mind now as well, aren't they? Mm. Uh, and, you know, and also I, I've had a lot of experiences with men. So you'll, you'll find out and, I, and I'm doing it for all the reasons that we're and the way women should be treated. And that's one of the reasons. So you'll find out and coming out and everything. And there will be more music and it's all doing really well. Amazing. And hopefully back on Instagram soon because we miss you already. It's only been 24 hours. I know people are addicted to my Instagram. They love my Instagram. So I'm going to make sure I get the blue tick by the time I get back as well. Because for a certain reason, they said no, which is ridiculous. And I've been doing this since I was 10 years old. I didn't go to school. I was in school on TV. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like give somebody a tick when they're on Instagram for three years and, you know, not somebody who's been on over 4,000 shows. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, on that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for coming on, Lauren. Well, and thank you for all the lovely messages. Oh, you are you wonderful, so Lauren. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And if you want to follow us on socials, we're at Cocktails Confessions and at Cocktails Cocktalk. I'm at Jaday Slays and she's at Danny St. James. And I just want to say a quick thank you to our patrons, Adam Anderson, Kine, Kane Westfield, ha, I remembered this time, uh, Tim Harris and Ben's Boy. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. And if you want to sign up there for extra episodes and behind the scenes stuff, we're Cocktails and Cock Talk on Patreon.